The UDR cast is not affiliated and does not represent any 12-step fellowship. I, Bill Ward, the host of the UDR cast, will be sharing my experience and my journey of recovery. That does include, but is not limited to, the literature contained in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps. Our guests will be sharing their own path to recovery and what has worked for them. The UDR cast encourages and supports all paths to recovery. Welcome everybody to the UDR cast. UDR stands for Uncover, Discover and Recover. My name is Bill Ward and I'm coming to you from the recovery capital of Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Here we are going to discuss everything recovery, different perspectives, different experiences, both with the people I know and with others from around the world. If you resonate with anything you've heard on this episode today, we ask that you share it with anyone who you think may benefit from it. If you have any questions or comments, please find us at billward.life and send us a message in the info section. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. If you are interested in more recovery content, you can find the buttons for the YouTube channel and other social media outlets on the homepage, and you will be redirected to those platforms. We can recover. One person, one family, one community at a time. first came in uh you know very angry and violent and uh I knew everything although I just burnt my life to a crisp and I had nothing left I still knew everything um but the rooms allowed me a place to vent my anger and and basically abuse the room because I thought I had a right to be here I didn't know that I, I was privileged to be here I thought I had the right at first and uh, I just kind of bounced around from meeting to meeting to meeting for quite a while. And yeah, I, I got some distance from the substance, you know, which I needed. I used the rooms as a detox center. I didn't go to detox. I just went to five meetings a day, every day for like a month, uh, maybe more. And then I went to a speaker meeting and I didn't know what a speaker meeting was. <clears throat> And I saw this guy up at the front of the room. He was pretty, pretty sharply dressed, looked pretty, pretty awesome. And uh, he did not look like how I felt. And I asked my dad who was with me, you know, I'm like, who's this guy? He kind of looks like he owns this place or, you know, I didn't really know how this worked, right? I thought maybe he ran the place or something. And, and uh, he's like, no, no, he's just another addict like you, another alcoholic like you. And, and then the guy starts speaking. You know, in the book, it talks about the message that can interest and hold these alcoholic people must have depth and weight, like we've heard today. You know, that the man making the approach has had the same difficulties. He had the same difficulties as me in the substance and why he picked up. And it made sense, like the doctor's opinion. It explained many things for which I could not otherwise account. When he picked up, he was on the fucking spree for the allergy. But really what clicked with me with this guy was the way he explained how he felt, his anger, his emotions, his attitudes towards life. And that's the shit I really fucking glued into. And then after the meeting, I was really scared, man. It was probably the scaredest I've fucking been and I thought I was fearless. 
And I asked my dad, I said, this guy would be a good sponsor, eh? Because I'd heard about sponsors before, but I didn't have one. He's like, yeah, son, go ask this guy. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> fucking too scared. Right? But I didn't show that scared, but I was fucking terrified. But I knew there was a feeling in me that said, go do this, right? Like, go do it no matter what the fuck your pride or ego says. And I knew nothing about pride and ego at that point, but I was living in it. So I went and asked this guy if he could sponsor me, and he said, yeah, sure. So I met him every week for the next four months, and I got through my set of steps, and he loved me until I could love myself. But I didn't even love myself in that first four months. I just removed myself basically from a substance. And then I spent the next little while, I started sponsoring, I started doing the things that I was told to do. But it was about 18 months sober, and my defects of character that is now treating my untreated alcoholism is fucking coming out in full force. And I'm fucking angry and lustful and fucking up my life and fucking up your life. And I'm still spewing out shit at the meetings. And I had already done so much work in the program. And I knew that book had done a lot for me. And I wasn't sold on the book yet by no means. And I, when I really got here, first got here, I wanted nothing to fucking do with the book. But it got me sober, so I gave it a bit of a chance. And so by 18 months, I was like, holy fuck, there's something to this thing, man. And me and my buddy, Jesse, we were kind of working together. And, and uh, we were both jumping off the cliff of defects of character. And we were fucking on the verge of drinking. Because if you live in defects of character enough, you're fucking drinking. That's why we drink, right? It talks about in the 12 and 12, uh, character defects representing instincts gone astray. Has been the primary cause of our destructive drinking and failure at life. It's my, actually my defects that cause my failure at life that make me fucking drink. Unless I'm willing to work hard at the elimination of the worst of these defects, both sobriety and peace of mind will still elude me. Sobriety will elude me if I do not work on these things. And if I'm in recovery and I don't work on them, peace of mind will elude me. And if I don't live in fucking some peace of mind, eventually I'll fucking pick up. That all the faulty foundation of my life has to be torn out and built upon a new bedrock. The faulty foundation of my life was built on anger. It's built on resentment. It's built on my ideologies of what I fucking worship. What do I worship? What's God to me? God to me was money. God to me was women. God to me was status. God to me was your validation. Where did I put all of my time and effort into my life as to what you fucking thought of me? I didn't drive my truck for me. I drove my truck for fucking you. I didn't buy my house for me. I fucking bought it for you. I didn't do anything for fucking me. I did it for you. And once I learned that shit in the steps, and that took fucking years too. That first set of steps barely cleared the surface to allow me a path that I could fucking find an open door and, and go forward. And in, unless I fucking found other people that were really living this program, you know, Janine talked about, you know, this recovery, living in the solution. Very few people live in that solution, in the program. There's two fellowships here, and the book talks about it. One is called the Fellowship of Tradition 3. You're an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. We fucking agree with that. But that in itself would have never have held us together as we are now joined. The great fact for us is we have a fucking way out which we can absolutely agree, which we can join in that brotherly and harmonious action, and it's the Fellowship of the Spirit. It's the Fellowship of fucking God. And that is proven all through all of these fellowships. The Fellowship of the Spirit is small. And if you want a fucking good life, not just to be sober and settle for those crumbs, you want a good life and never need to drink, build a life that you don't need to drink, it's fucking right there. 
It's right in that blue book in the exact clear-cut directions. And there's lots of people in this room living that. So it's actually up to the person. What do you fucking want? Right? I wanted fucking more. And I fucking got it. And I keep seeking God because God never ends. And that's my solution to my life. Solves all my fucking problems. So if you're new or you're struggling, you're coming back and you need a sponsor, go fucking get one. You want a different life? It's fucking right here. If you want the same old shit, then do the same old shit because you'll get the same old shit and you might even fucking die while you're at it. Thank you for tuning in to the UDR cast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. The viewpoints and the opinions expressed today were solely of the individual sharing them. If you resonated with this episode, please follow us and share this link with anyone that may benefit from it. Please visit us at billward.life to see everything that we have going on. We can recover. One person, one family, one community at a time.